Yeah, it is that time of the week. A Fransky Friday on the Midday Show. Welcome back. The Scott Fransky column brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Scott, how are you doing today? Scott. Doing, doing great. How are you guys? Pretty good, pretty good. Hey, Scott, that Bryce Harper kid, he's starting to look like the Bryce Harper that we thought he could be. Yeah, he is. Uh, it's a little scary, I think, for opposing teams now, the way he's swinging the bat, because he looks like Bryce Harper. He does. He looks amazing right now. Well, the power is back, Scott. It has been really for the whole month, seven home runs now. And, Scott, some of them this week were big ones, not just because his power is back, but just because the atmosphere. Scott, that felt to me like October at Citizens Bank Park. I'm not sure how much is obviously the city loves this team and they're playing well again and how much it was the manager on the other side. But there, there was a buzz, it felt like, in the ballpark this week against the Giants. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. I mean, to get 30 to 40,000 in those, you know, early week, late August games. Um, I, people are interested, and, and um, those were big games. I mean, I, obviously you would have liked to have come away with a sweep. Uh, didn't happen. Um, but you won two out of three. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, the, those are big moments. It's not just the power for Harper, but it's the, it's the when. Uh, it's sort of the, the, the when these things are happening. Um, they're, it's a big deal, and it is starting to feel a little bit like October. You know, Scott, we talked about this for the last couple of weeks. If the team is starting to turn a corner, you know, they would have a good couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden they would go back. Does it now feel like this is the team that we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season? Well, I do think they're swinging the bats like we thought, uh, a little more like we thought at the beginning of the season. And, and um, you know, we're starting to see the ebbs and flows from some different guys, you know, roller coaster ride for JT, roller coaster ride for Nick Castellanos. Um, you know, Harper's certainly on the upswing, Turner is. Uh, maybe some other guys aren't. But I think that's, that, was the, that was the idea when they put the team together that uh, if one guy's not hitting, they knew they would have other guys that were. And, uh, and it all added up to a little bit more consistent offense. And it may not be the same guy every night. I think the thing that you start to – I mean, the thing you really wonder about, I mean, is the pitching. Uh, you know, pitching wins in October. Uh, I, I, I think uh, – and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a seven or eight in, a seven or eight inning performance by one guy, but, um, but I, you're going to have to hold teams down below – you know, six and eight runs like we saw the other day. That that has to happen. You gotta you gotta do better than that. They do, and hopefully the pitching will do that. We're talking to Scott Fransky here on a Fransky Friday. Scott, the other thing that continues to jump out to me, and, and you've seen it over the years with different kinds of Phillies teams, obviously a great one back in the day, and then it wasn't so good, and now it's really good again. But th- this home field advantage, and it feels like these players really feed off it. I felt it last October. I felt it a little bit this week with the comebacks, and it feels like a big deal. I know in baseball it isn't as big, let's say, as an NFL playoff game or an NBA game seven. It does, you know, historically it isn't as big of a deal. It does feel like that to me, Scott. If they could grab this number one wild card, I, I think it gives them a big advantage. I think so too. I mean, I, you know, I mean, just the fact that they've never played well, say in San Francisco, uh, really over the last ten years, they just haven't played well out there. But they've played well against the Giants at home. And, I think the crowd is a big part of it. I think home field advantage is a big part of it. I think uh, feeling like they always have a shot with the last at-bat is a big part of it. Uh, you know, I mean, there was a time uh, watching this team, for me anyway, you know, back in 08, 09, uh, even if you're down three or four runs going to the bottom of the ninth inning, you never felt like you were truly out of it. 
Um, you always felt like there was a chance this team would do something crazy or special in the bottom of the ninth inning. And the way they've swung the bats here at home since the All-Star break, I think you feel that way again. Um, you know, whether it's Doval or, or somebody else, I still think you feel like when they, they have last at bat and they come to the plate in the ninth inning, they've got a chance to turn the game in their favor and, and win it in a dramatic way. They've been doing that a lot. They have 35 come from behind wins this year. Scott, I'm going to ask you a question. I don't know how you're going to answer it, and it's complicated. And it's one of the things we debate on this station every day, even though uh, you know he's obviously productive. Scott, would you say Kyle Schwarber is having a good year? I recognize he is hitting 184. Yet I looked the other day, I and mean, he's on pace for about 40 home runs, 100 runs scored, 100 walks, 100 runs batted in. How would you assess the season Kyle Schwarber is having? You know, I mean, I think you'd like his average to be higher. Um, I know batting average doesn't mean a lot to a lot of folks. Um, clearly, he gets on base um, at a decent clip. Um, I don't know why it is, but they there's so many people that just, in the clubhouse, that embrace the idea of him being the leadoff guy. And I know I understand the debate. A lot of people are like going, well, just it just doesn't work for me. I would hit him fifth or sixth. You know, they, that's how people feel about it. Um, but it seems to do something for Kyle. It seems to do something for them. And for whatever reason, they've won with him at the top. And um, there's not always a rhyme or reason, and, and, and there's not always a good answer as to why. Sometimes it just works out that way. And um, has he had a good year? Yeah, he's had a good year. Could he be better? Yeah, I think he could be. Um, and I think you still hope that, you know, you get into October, we're talking about have yourself one huge month, right? It doesn't matter if you hit 184 during the regular season, if you have a huge month of October, right? Um, that's what people will remember, uh, the most. And, um, if it means they, you know, him being at the top of the order means they get there and they play well and they score runs then fine. Uh, you know, if it, it seems to make everybody there more comfortable, so there's something about that that uh, they like, and you know, I'm, I'm, who am I to judge, right? Yeah, who are any of us? If it were, if they win, and Rob Thompson said that a couple of days ago here on WIP, that they win this way, so they're going to keep it the, the way they're doing it. Scott Fransky with us. Scott, uh, Michael Lorenzen, since the no-hitter, has not pitched very well. I, I know there was a lot of pitches in the no-hitter. That at that point, they had the six-man rotation, extra days off. It seemed like they felt comfortable letting him go into the 120s. This does happen sometimes. What have you seen the last two starts with Lorenzen? Because the first two starts, everyone loved this guy, and then you know, last couple have not been quite as good. Yeah, I just think his command hasn't been as good, hasn't been as sharp. Um, you know, the no-hitter... Um, he was still fighting his changeup, and I think he's honestly still fighting it now. Um, uh, uh, but I do think uh, teams are aware that he's trying, and I think they might want to lay off that a little bit. I, I think we've seen a lot of the Phillies pitchers come out of the gates, and for whatever reason, they struggled their command early, and uh, teams have kind of jumped on them. They've you know, had a lot of early deficits to try to overcome. Um, you know, the Lorenzen thing bears watching, I think. Uh, it's not just the pitches that he threw in the no-hitter although that could be a part of it, it's the total innings. I mean, he's, I mean, I know he's a strong guy and he's a super athlete and whatever, but he's not really been in this area before in terms of total innings pitched this season. This is new ground for him. So um, it could just be it's a couple of down starts. He'll work his way through it. Um, it could be a sign of something larger. I don't know. Um, I do think you get 
in Lorenzo a guy that can do multiple things for you, so that's really valuable. As you go into October, whether it's start or relieve, he can do both. So I, I do think, um, yeah, I mean, and again, I think you might, if they have a, enough of a cushion, maybe they push guys around a little bit in September and, and back them off a little bit in September. I don't know. But uh, I think the overall innings is something that, that they're still, you know, thinking about. I don't know if worried is the right word, but it's definitely something that's on their minds. Scott, you mentioned October. I think last time we spoke, we, we were discussing the idea of Aaron Nolan, and you and I were on the same page. He, he still would get the ball for us in, in a series, and he's coming off a pretty good start against the Giants. But the number three spot, Scott, that, that might be really the story of September. Like As we move along, if Nola pitches well, obviously he gets a spot. Wheeler, Nola. Scott, assuming everyone's healthy, I know Rangers on the IL right now, who, who would get the ball for you in that third game? Because that that's interesting. Because that obviously would be a potential uh, go win or go home game in a game three yeah. of an NL uh, wild card series. Well, I think potentially they all get the ball, right? I mean, all these people you're talking about, mm-hmm. Walker or Ranger or Lorenzen or whatever, they all end up getting the ball at some point. Some of it will have to do with who they face. Are you talking about the Giants? Are you talking about the Cubs? Or you know, wh- wh- where's the matchup? Um, I think if you get into that spot, and, and then the other part of that equation becomes, uh, you know you went Wheeler-Nola, right? Uh, let's just assume you didn't need to go to the final days to win, to get in, right? And you could set up your rotation, which is uh, still a big assumption. <laughs> you know, you, you might have to use Wheeler in game 162 just to get in. I don't know. So if you get to that point, I think any all bets are off, obviously, in a game three. But I, I just think you're going to see – some combination of all those guys. Who's available? What are the matchups? You know, who's pitching the best? I, I, I absolutely think uh, you leave yourself wide open. You don't, there's no need to point, paint yourself into a corner. Um, it's a debate. Um, I think you have to love Ranger because you've seen him do it before. But um, I, I just think anybody is in play there. Yeah, it reminds me of last year. I mean, other than the Wheeler-Nola starts, this is kind of what they did last year on the way to a World Series. Scott, we always appreciate you hopping on. We'll be listening tonight. The Cardinals coming in, and uh, hopefully the Phillies continue to play some good baseball. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate you. Yeah.